Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Raz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, the dental advice show. I'm Josh Walston. And I'm COVID-free Lance Timmerman. For now, well, or that you know of. Currently. Well, yeah, that's true. True. I might be, like, testing positive. You might be hopping with it. Hell yeah. You might, you might be crawling with those little idiots. I might be patient zero. You don't know. Ooh. Have you ever had a bat? Have you ever eaten a bat? <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I think it was... Do you remember the Three Amigos? I do. Isn't there a part in that where they like catch a bat and and cook it over a flame and then eat it? I have no memory uh, of this part of the movie. I think. <laughs> but sure, because wasn't it El Guapo was the, the bad guy? And that, didn't that mean bat or something? Or bat shit? Yes. Yeah, Three Amigos eating bats. If you Google that, okay. the first thing that comes up is a video that says, how do you like your bat, Dusty? And so uh, that must be, that's where I remember okay. that from. Because I knew I remembered a movie from my like adolescence where okay. they ate bats. And I, it just seems like that was it. And that is, it looks like that's what it is. Okay. Maybe they were. Maybe they were uh, Patient Zero, the three amigos. Yeah, I gotta, I'm going to blame Martin Short, that bastard. That's fat rat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> that Canadian... Weird. Um, yeah, was that Grimley? Yes, he's from Hamilton, Canada, which is just uh, which uh, can... south of Toronto. Okay, I had a roommate it's like in a, like like a suburb of Hamilton, like a suburb of Toronto, like yeah. that kind of deal. Yeah. Okay, yeah, all right, that makes sense. The kids in Hamilton they would go party in Toronto. Surprisingly, I'm not good at Canadian geography, Lance. <laughs> I just barely am. I'm a little closer to the border. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah. Um, it's been a crazy week, Lance. I uh, so we're that's kind of doing word. an extra episode here, I guess. I don't know. I don't no, know ain't nothing else is. to do. <laughs> that's right. My fucking governor shut me down till May eighteenth. So yeah, you, you, you in Oregon, you guys. Uh, there might be some bonus episodes throughout, with or without you. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's cool. I'm 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 down. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've got, uh, you know, surprisingly, my first couple days back next week are are fairly. Um, I don't I don't want to say full because it's okay. not a full schedule, but sure. I have stuff scheduled of like nice. things that are pretty darn urgent, like cracked teeth that hurt. Well, the reality um, is a few extractions. Make hay while you can, because you don't know when your your governor is going to come down with a mandate saying that there will be criminal action if you decide to be a dentist. Well, so here's the deal. If someone called you with a toothache, could you go see them? Or are you completely locked out? Well, we would have to get creative with the term emergency. So... If someone calls you with a toothache... I'm going in. What does the mandate say? Uh, Non-emergent care is prohibited. But if if someone's got a toothache, I I really don't know until I see it. It might... I mean, we've all been there where... If they're in pain... They need to be seen exactly. or else they're going to end up in an ER, which well, is not the place for them to be. Well, exactly. How about how many times you get a patient who says, you know, I, I have a toothache, I have a toothache. Oh, well, you see me Monday. It's not that big a deal. And then you see them Monday and oh my God, they're swollen, their eyes shut. And you're like, oh my God, I, I 
I thought it was just you being crying wolf again. Right. So we don't or, know. Like, let's, if someone has cracked tooth syndrome, uh-huh. so it hurts when they bite, it hurts when they get cold on it, but it doesn't hurt any other time. Uh-huh. I, In my opinion, that is still emergent. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm putting a crown on that tooth. I'm going in. Yeah. And I'm not going to just I, go in and take them out of it. I'm going to prep it. Let's just be honest. I'm there. What, what else would you do for a cracked tooth syndrome? Well, you could take it out of occlusion. Come on. I At know. that point... <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to devil's advocate, but in my in, in my office, I'm prepping that. How long is it? If you take it out of occlusion, how long is it out of occlusion for? Four days? Well, it depends if you Five days? Seven days? Depending on how... I mean, well, <laughs> but I mean, and then at that point, you're screwing your prep later on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're better off. Big picture. Prep it. Just prep the fucking tooth. Yeah. Yeah. And no, you... I hate ladies, this high I'm and mighty stuff. i a freaking greedy dentist. So get no, your No, but it's about taking care of, of people. Right. Um, yeah, I had to. Uh, it was uh, Friday. Friday was a mixed bag for me. Friday was the worst day of my career. Oh, yesterday? Yeah. I don't, what is today? I, I think today's today. Saturday. My days yeah, are already blended in. Um, Friday was the worst day of my career. Okay. My professional career. Because I um, had to tell my hygienist that they have to go file for unemployment. Oh, wow. Um, and I, I love how everyone assumes uh-huh. that we're just greedy bastards, right? Yeah, because it doesn't have anything like me wanting to go as long as I possibly could until basically my state government said not to. Uh huh. Had nothing to do with me. Right. It had nothing to do with me. It had everything to do with me understanding that my team needs to put food on their table. Uh huh. And when it became apparent that the government wasn't going, and I'm we're not arguing if it's for good reason or not. Whatever. I'm not right. getting into that argument. No. But I'm saying the people that wanted to work mm-hmm. are the people that wanted to work for their team members so right. that their team members can eat. Yeah. And so to have to tell my team that they have to go file unemployment, this is a group of people that have never in their life thought they would have to do that. And now they have to do that. And uh-huh. um, I'm pretty resentful of all the high and mighty people. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, who I think they're, can't who, tell who you think how many times I've, I've written things uh, that yeah, I then just delete it. it. Right, because it's it's that they all and I'm just gonna say it. All of you who who are playing high and mighty online, um, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I mean, kind of. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I just you know it's like it's not because I'm it's not because I'm greedy that right. I wanted no. to try to to try to because I knew at some point it was the hammer was gonna come. So I was like, if I can get two more days out of this, I'm gonna get two more days. Yeah, because that's two more days of pay. For yep. my hygienist, that's right. two more days of pay for my assistants and having them all there at the same time. So what we've gone down to is a skeleton tr- crew. Mm-hmm. My office manager is um, salaried, so okay, it doesn't make sense for her just to sit at home. Like I have administrative stuff for her to do. Sure, she can work on old claims and stuff like that. She could spend two weeks doing that, three weeks doing just that. Nice. So she has stuff to do. And she can, you know, she can answer phones and mm-hmm. triage people well enough. Like, so she came in to my office and she was just flustered on Friday. She was like, I've got somebody who's got bad Christmas and I think it's just TMJ. Is that an emergency? Like, are they in pain? Yes, it's an emergency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Like, I, why are we having to debate this? Yeah. This, uh, this stupid debate of what's an emergency or not irritates me as much as the high and mighty people. Yeah. And, and so... It's a skeleton crew. I'll just have my office manager who's salary, and mm-hmm. then I'll have one assistant in the office with me. And I'm going to be there every day, whether I have anything on the schedule or not. 
Yeah. Because if someone calls with a toothache, I will be there to see them. Yep. Yeah. It's not about me being greedy. It's about that's what my job is. Yeah. That that's my plan. I the, you know, I'm going in, but there's nothing on the schedule, and I'm just there to triage. Yeah. But you right. Know. I mean, it's that's what I do. I mm-hmm. love all these people who are just like, oh, I'm gonna catch up on all this shit. I'm gonna be at the office every day. Uh-huh. I'm gonna be at the office every day. I have other stuff I can do. I can clean out the supply closet. Mm-hmm. The, the other day, I saw some Vario Link aesthetic in there that expired two years ago. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. I mean, I've got stuff I can do. Yeah, I'm gonna be there. This isn't. This isn't. I love how people are assuming that this is a vacation. Yeah, this oh. isn't a fucking vacation. No, no. And I don't. And I'm not treating it as such. And no. it irritates me that it irritates me that there are careers and that there are people who have jobs that mm-hmm. are treating this like a vacation. Yeah. And for us, it's our livelihood. And I have never, at least since, you know, being out of being into my practice a year or two, I have never had the thought of what is my plan if I can't keep this open and how many months do I have yeah. in, in savings? Yeah. Um, and I could do a month paying all my people. Mm-hmm. Or I can do three and a half to four months with my skeleton crew, yeah. um, and I've decided to do the four months. Yeah, I, it's just the it's the decision I have to make, and it's a real shit decision. Yeah, and yeah. so all these people that are celebrating their fucking quarantine, fuck yourself on your quarantine. Yeah, this uh-huh. isn't anything we're celebrating. I hate this like, oh, there's dolphins in the Venice canals and this is good for the world. Go, go fuck uh-huh. yourself with that. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Excuse my language, Lance. But seriously, no, fuck yourself. Yep. People are going to be homeless. People are going to lose their businesses. This isn't about the goddamn Venice canals. Blow yeah. up the fucking Venice canals for all I care. Mm-hmm. Let it sink. People are going to be on the streets. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I've already looked at it uh, on the other side going, okay. How do you pick yourself up from uh, filing a chapter? And where will I go when it's, it's going to happen? It's the other thing that pisses me off is I see these comments all over on these dentist pages. Are like, we're all going to get through this. Mm-hmm. No, we are not all going to get through this. No, I can guarantee that's you that. like saying everyone who goes to war is coming home. That not that ain't how that war ain't works, happened. brother. Well, I mean, look at two thousand nine. There were a lot of bankruptcies. Uh, this is yeah, worse than 2009. And there's going to be more. This is worse. Up by three or four or five times. Exactly. Because so, even in 2009, you were still there. Yeah. You were still, you still had hygiene coming in because people had, in, Businesses many people still, had insurance. This is, the, this the is a hundred times open. worse. We still had industry. <laughs> I just hate that. We're all going to get through this together. No. Sit on a fucking tack. Uh-huh. We're not all getting through this together. No. And that like Pollyanna bullshit isn't going to fly. No. This is the fucking Hunger Games now. <laughs> For Get sure. frosty, motherfuckers. Uh huh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on edge. May the odds be ever in your favor. It's, it's been a weird week, Lance. It's Let me just a, put it that way. I'll give you that for sure. I did a thing yesterday. Uh oh. A thing. So yesterday was the worst day of my professional career. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But personally, it was pretty good. Oh, yeah? Uh, I went, I went and, uh, I got married yesterday. Well, congratulations. <laughs> you know, the, the world ends and other people like start to bunker, hunker down and stuff and, uh, you get married. I, yeah. <laughs> that was unexpected. Congrats. <sighs> Mazel Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Um, this isn't a joke. This isn't a bit. This isn't a goof. <laughs> um, last Sunday, 
Andrea and I were talking, and it was becoming apparent at that point. Because really, going into last Friday, uh-huh. I had no real thoughts that we were going to be forced to close. Did you? Like no. last week, that never really crossed my mind. I wasn't. I wasn't thinking closed. I was thinking changing priorities I, or something. Yeah. But it, it was going to be a, a form of open. Right. <laughs> and then because because even like last week, uh-huh. there, the ADA released something that was like have patience. Wait in their cars. Yeah. Have patience. Wash up when they get there. Have patience. Rinse with hydrogen peroxide, which I still think is bullshit. Um, <laughs> Placebo is very strong, so go fuck yourself. It, it like, that's exactly. It's like <laughs> here's some steps of some shit to do. Uh huh. Um, that was last. That was like late last week. That was yeah. like last Friday that the ADA uh-huh. released that. Yeah. So I'm going into the weekend last weekend like oh normal last weekend. Yeah. Everything will be fine. I mean, like things are going to be weird, but we're still going to be around. Yeah. I'm not going to have two hands tied behind my back. No, um, I'm not going to be worried about losing my business. Like everything was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, kind of sun by like the events of the weekend, and then into Sunday, mm-hmm. Andrea turned to me and she was like, "I'm really worried." And I was like, "Tell me, like, what are you worried about?" And she's like, "Well, number one, um." The insurance company, her insurance company, we, mm-hmm. we filed, she added me to her insurance this year okay. under the provision of a domestic partnership. Okay. You're her gay lover? Which, it, which I think is supposed to be like, that's designed for states where uh-huh. um, same-sex marriage is not legal. Uh-huh. Okay. And so they're looking at it and, and they asked for some, they sent her a letter <laughs> saying, hey, can we get some documents here? Uh-huh. Um, so it became apparent, like, we're going to have to do something. And there was some things we could do. There was some kind of weird license you could get through the, through the state of Texas. It was like a, non- con- or a non-formal marriage agreement or something. Huh. It was very weird. We could have done that. Okay. Um, but then the other thing we worried about was, like, she said, what if one of us gets sick and the doctors won't let us each other... Oh. won't let us make each other's healthcare decisions uh-huh. without sure. like having to file some kind of paperwork or whatever that God knows how long that takes uh-huh. and God knows what could happen. Or what if something else happens and then there's some financial arrangements that need to be made and we can't uh-huh. do that. Sure. So then as we start getting through Sunday and like Monday morning and it's just like the news is getting more dire, more dire, uh-huh. then we realize like, shit, the city of San Antonio may shut down. Yeah. So we, I left the office like at four on Monday and she mm-hmm. left around four and we met downtown at the courthouse and we got our marriage license. Okay. We didn't want to get married at the courthouse. And I believe the law in Texas is you have to have your marriage license for 72 hours before you can get oh. married. So we knew that like the, if we were going to do it this weekend, we knew the drop dead date was like Tuesday. Oh. But my Tuesday was still kind of stacked and I was like, eh, mm-hmm. I don't want to mess with it. Uh-huh. Monday's a little bit easier. So went on Monday. Okay. We got our, our marriage license, um, and one of Andrea's best friends is actually like, I don't know, certified, I don't know what the word is, to be able to con- conduct marriages. Um, and she found that on the internet? She got her license on the internet to do that? Oh, she absolutely, yeah. She's like, <laughs> and, and, and as I'll as she's going through the deal, she's like, uh, and with the power vested in me by the state of Texas and, and the Bob. internet. <laughs> yeah, and the Hale internet. Comet. <laughs> I now pronounce you, man. So, um we had decided like, all right, let's just, let's do this Friday. Okay. And so, um, I sent out a text message to, uh, eight friends. Mm-hmm. All right. 
right. Well, thanks for the invite. Said, uh-huh. hey, Appreciate it. Well, I mean, you're. <laughs> I don't think you can travel. <laughs> no, like that. no, not at all. Um, <laughs> Otherwise, I, I really so, would have been there. Yeah. We said, hey, uh, we didn't even say what's happening. We was like, listen, we're having a little event. We love it if you guys can come. Totally, we're totally cool if you guys can't because I understand it's crazy times. And if you guys want to stay home, stay home. And so, like of the people we invited, we ended up we invited a little bit more than that because I knew sure. that there was going to be some people who couldn't go. Right. Um, and we got our our up to the limit of people. Um, nice. And and this was at the Church up. of Elvis. Is this where you did this? Yes, exactly. <laughs> this was in our living room. Oh, was it? Okay. It's just at our house. Yeah. Wow. Um, because there's nothing. You can't. All the restaurants here are closed. Oh, sure. And you can't have more than uh, what fifty people, or in your state, can you? Ten. Have, yeah. It's ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. Did you get everybody, everybody here. an N95 mask? No, we didn't. <laughs> we we sort of like had everybody come in and wash their hands. Okay. Rinse with hydrogen peroxide. You know, uh, in case it turned into an orgy later. Uh, you, know, you just want to be safe. Uh-huh. You never know. Love is in the air. Hey, you know it happens. God, if I had a nickel. Um, yeah. So, I think that's proper orgy etiquette. Like, I let's believe. rinse with some hydrogen peroxide before we get so. this fucking show on the road. Uh-huh. Yeah. Before uh, I put this in your mouth, put this in your mouth. If it wasn't, it will be now, uh-huh. obviously. <laughs> I feel like the orgy game is really, like, taking a hit these days. We're You're not going to hear a lot about that. That subreddit <laughs> is taking a hit. A li- li- lot less traffic on that, right, sub- right. On that subreddit. Um, <laughs> Jesus, how do we even get there? <laughs> Uh, so everybody gets to the house, and no one really knows what's happening except the person who uh, is, is marrying us. Yeah, uh-huh. or is officiating, whatever, Michaela. Uh-huh. And so we had some champagne out, and I grab a glass, and I, you know, did the fork thing, tap on it, and I just said, "Every nice. told everybody." Um, and you may, maybe maybe you can answer this. Have you ever heard what it means if it rains on your wedding day? Well, I know it's ironic. It's supposed to be good luck. That's oh. like the old urban, the old legend is. Oh. it's good luck if it rains on your wedding day. Huh. So I said, you guys have all heard that before. What does it mean if there's a global pandemic on your wedding day? <laughs> and then it finally clicked in, and so they're like, "Oh!" And everybody got really excited. Uh-huh. And so um, at that point, we didn't even know where in our house we were going to do it. And so like after we had kind of a spread of food going and uh-huh. all of that, and 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 champagne was being poured, I had to like pull Andrea and Michaela aside. I was like. Where the fuck are we doing this? So it's like we went outside for a second, like looked around by the pool, and uh-huh. like yeah. And so then we ended up settling on a spot in the living room. All right. And um, Michaela uh, officiated it. Andrew's French did a really fabulous job. Awesome. Um, she um, she had called me like on Wednesday or Thursday and said, mm-hmm. you know, tell me tell me why you know Andrea is the one. And she and so I sent her you know a few paragraphs of stuff, um, and then. She did the same thing for Andrea, and so she used all that really well, and and sort of wrote vows for us from that, which was oh, great. Cool. Um, nice. It, it made my life easier. Yeah. Because at some point, Andrea was like, "Are we going to write our own vows?" And she's like, "In the middle of the fucking week from hell." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like sitting down to pen something that important was like, uh-huh. my brain was just zapped of the mental creativity oh, for sure. to write that for sure. So. Um, it was great. We had a cake. We got a we we got the cake from our friends uh, Nacho y Susana Gide at uh, Delice uh, Chocolatier, oh. and uh, they they shut down today. So we got the cake yesterday. Um, I called them and ordered it Thursday. Nice. <laughs> um, and so they did. Um, they were doing. They all the restaurants are shut down. You can only do takeout. So 
when you get there, you call him and he would send out his son to like run out the cake and then mm-hmm. take your credit card and they had like a square reader or whatever they could do it from the car side. And so he was staying inside because he was handling the food. So he was kind of staying inside, but he came over to the window and he's famous on this. Sh- on, he was the spring baking champion on, on Food Network um, from oh. a previous episode. He, and so he used to do cha-cha hands all the time, which is kind of like jazz hands, but he's Hispanic. So I guess that oh. makes some cha-cha hands. Okay. All right. So he comes over to the window and he's, he always does that on Instagram. He always does cha-cha hands. Um, and so he comes over to the window and he did his cha-cha hands and then he just put his, he just put his hand over his heart and, just, and then pointed at me. Uh-huh. And so when I got home, I told Andrea that, and she she just started like weeping, crying, because um, I think it like that was the first time it kind of came to her mind of like how this wasn't what either, for either one of us this wasn't what we had envisioned. Uh-huh. We had envisioned and planned on getting married at the Ritz in Paris, yeah, in June, uh-huh. and this wasn't the fucking Ritz. It's not it Paris. It wasn't fucking Paris. No. Yeah, so. No. Um, but it, it was it was really great. So we had our friends. Um, our friends hung out for a while. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. got up this morning, went and took out a fucking emergency broken tooth on a guy who was in pain. <laughs> uh-huh. Because it was 250 bucks. And I was like, fuck, I need that 250 bucks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Did that. Went to Target today bought a playstation so i could play mlb 20 the show because that's the only fucking baseball i'm gonna get in a while yeah and i've been jonesing for some baseball and we watched knives out and that's uh it's been our honeymoon so far nice nice it's great well not quite the the fairy tale that uh she may have wanted and such but uh certainly memorable we we are planning on going to paris Uh uh-huh at some point nice well i just might a year before we can do that be your tour guide yeah that would be amazing. That would be really amazing. Yeah. I've, I've talked to, because uh, uh, Detola loves Paris as well, and so uh-huh. I've talked to him a little bit about it. And there's a there's a, like a Park Hyatt that he loves that's in the same square as the Ritz. I uh-huh. forget. The okay. Vendrome, maybe? No, what is that called? Oh, the Vendome? Vendome, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Um, nice. And so uh, he talked, like, oh, maybe, maybe Lindsay and I will come or whatever. And it's just like, That'd be fun. you know, it's just sort of fantasy at that point. And sure. then at this point, it's like, Oh yeah, <laughs> seriously, fantasy because it just literally can't happen, and mm-hmm. God knows when. And I've just never experienced that in my life, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, like one of my favorite hobbies is just like pick weird international airports, uh-huh. and just like pull up my phone and see how long it would take me to get there. Oh really? Like, never do it. Yeah, but I just like oh, how long would it take me to get to Turkmenistan, and where would I go? Or uh-huh. like. Or, or like uh, Istanbul. Like, what's the flight path? How would I get there? Sure. How long would it take? So I just like looking at flights and stuff like that. And nice. it's just like, never in my life have I ever had... It's always been like, well, I could always... I mean, I could I could do it if I wanted to. Right, And right. now we can't. We yeah. can't. It's, well, it's, well, it's kind of like Craig Harder's daughter. She was traveling abroad in Spain. Mm. And to get home, she had to go to Dubai. Yeah, she had to go to UAE. <laughs> Jesus, I would have fucking stayed there, man. I know. Dubai's awesome. <laughs> uh, I would have just had her get a job with Appa. Uh-huh. She could just be like Appa's chair side or front desk or something. Something, just yeah. Hanging out. For sure. Absolutely. I heard something about like they're having a MMA. Uh, uh, yeah. What's Dana White? That's MMA, right? Uh-huh, yeah. They're planning something in Saudi Arabia because it's like the only country that hasn't been hit. That's right. That's right. I did see something along those lines. I only saw the headline, so I don't know any details. Yeah. It's a weird fucking world, this, man. This is crazy right now. 
It have you weird. ever had a time in your life where you just couldn't go anywhere? No. No. And I, I mean, I know like, oh, I've got a newborn or whatever, but like, no, uh-huh. if you wanted to, you could get on a plane and go somewhere. Yeah. Wife might this be pissed, just like we, but I could go. Right. <laughs> you may not have a home when you get back, right. but you could go. Yeah. My shit's on the lawn, but I, I left just, and I came back. It's just, yeah. it's really, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, for some older folks who lived through some, mm-hmm. um, you know, big time skirmishes and whatnot like the cuban missile crisis and stuff like that right. maybe that's yeah probably similar the to this or or you know pearl harbor or, you know i mean it's yeah 9-11 was ha- happened and was over so fast that the whole thing was really just like recovering from 9-11 it yeah, wasn't that was, during 9-11 it was just an emotional thing trying to deal with the aftermath of that that but we didn't um, really i mean hell imagine planes just flying into buildings for Six weeks. That's what this is. More or less. It's fucking yeah. planes flying into buildings for six weeks. Because every day. After 9 11, that happened September. We went in October. We went to Disneyland because we knew the crowds yeah. would be small. So we still could go. Right. And other than like two days after 9 11, you know, airspace was yeah. closed for like two days, days or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But by like the 14th, everything was. Yeah, different and weird, but back. Yeah, my practice this took a is hit, just like, but it was brief. So yeah. this this is different. This is unprecedented. This is yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm still in shock. I got some good financial news today. Oh, that will help. But I mean, at the end of the day, like if this thing keeps dragging out, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're talking like when they start throwing around eighteen months and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I'm out. I'm done. No one who could no. who could be solvent if you can't do anything for eighteen months. I don't know. Not me. How are how are you incorpor are you incorporated? Are you an LLC? Are you an employee? I'm an S Corp, but Okay. Doesn't matter. I'll be done. Give me a couple months of this. Right. But I mean, could you file for unemployment? Yeah, Holly was asking me that today, and I um I'm gonna find out. I'll let you know by next episode. God, this is so fucked. I know. (laughs) Uh huh. That's gotta be the title for this fucking episode. This is this is so fucked fucked yeah yeah for sure i got one reddit for a first i got one oh, yeah? reddit for us for tonight this, oh. are we doing this as a bonus is this like a sunday bonus we'll, we'll call it a bonus yeah a, okay a boner yeah boner episode of working interference mm-hmm. uh on this in the subreddit of dentistry posted by zappa dog mm. you're a frank zappa fan i no. never was a big frank zappa fan no i, I, I never got it yeah never, i never i couldn't hear the tune and, and say oh that's zappa I, I remember he had some kids who were somewhat famous. You had Moon Zappa. Moon Unit and Dweezel. And Dweezel Zappa. I couldn't remember Unit. I remember Dweezel and Moon. Yeah, Moon Unit. One of them, I thought there were three. Well, there might be a third that had probably a uh, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I really mailed it in on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Zappa kids. Uh-huh. Moon. Dweezil, Diva, and Ahmet. Ahmet was the one I was trying to think of. Oh, all right. Who knew? Yeah, it's M- Moon Unit. What the fuck? <laughs> I think she acted Jesus. for a while. They were in... Was she on MTV? Sure. No, she. it says American Actress. Um, let's see what she was in. Um, she was in Valley Girl. Oh. I think Dweezil was in like Pretty in Pink, like the record... Store employee or something? They were VJs on MTV. Ah, uh, that'll do it. Um, that counts. As a teenager, Moon Zappa was on Chips, The Facts of Life. Um, 
fast times. She was in European vacation. Ah, okay. Um, uh, what? Who did Ahmed Zappa did something? I feel like. Yeah, Dweezil was in Pretty in Pink. All right, look at that. It says the character yeah, name was Simon, but I don't know. Maybe he worked at a bar. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't look like Ahmed Zappa did for. Oh, he was a musician, I guess. There you oh, go. Ahmed Zappa married Selma Blair. Oh, I'll be huh. damned. Oh, and they, they got divorced a couple years later. All right. <laughs> This has been the Zappa Hour, uh, where we talk about all uh-huh. things fucking Frank Zappa for no reason. Yeah, none whatsoever. You're welcome. Zappa Dog says, please don't ever be this guy. Now, keep in mind, the dentistry subreddit is nothing but fucking virus talk right now. And sure. so it's really hard to find questions yeah. right now that aren't virus related. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it has a link to an article mm-hmm. from... The Wyoming News.com. Headline of the article. Okay. Local dentist has criminal char- charge filed against him for asbestos. Cheyenne, Wyoming. A local dentist had federal charge of criminal negligence filed against him Friday related to asbestos found in his dental office during remodeling. Richard Cutler was charged in U.S. District Court with negligent release and endangerment accomplice liability. The charge carries a maximum sentence of up to a year in prison and a $100,000 fine. Before the building at 2100 Pioneer Avenue in downtown Cheyenne was renovated for Cutler's Dental Office, New Image Dental, asbestos was discovered during an inspection, according to the court documents. The building had previously housed the Cheyenne Board of Public Utilities Office. Craig Harder, you better check your building that used to be a bank <laughs> uh-huh. for asbestos. Asbestos is a type of mineral fiber that had been used in construction for insulation as a fire retardant. Are we? Is it still okay to say that? Uh, I'll allow it. A fire special needs. Uh, <laughs> according to U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, exposure to asbestos can increase someone's risk of lung disease, mesothelioma, and asbestosis. People usually become exposed to asbestos during construction uh, work, such as remodeling, repair, and demolition work. Most people are only at risk of exposure when asbestos is released into the air. Um, hmm. Cheyenne uh, Chief Building off Official Bruce Trimbeth said the city follows state rules and regulations regarding, re- regarding asbestos. Anything with more than 1% asbestos has to be treated along these regulations. Hmm. He said asbestos waste can't be dumped in regular landfill. It has to be treated differently than regular waste. Because it poses a health risk. According to court documents, the fall of 2013, Cutler was in the process of purchasing and remodeling the Pioneer Building, which is now his office. One of the architects Cutler hired for the remodel told him that he needed to get the building inspected due to the age and the possibility of asbestos. The building was inspected and found to have chrysotyl asbestos. I don't know what that word is. Inspectors found asbestos present in wallboard tiles and roofing materials which required remodeling to be done under national emission standards for hazardous air plumes and work pr- uh, procedures in february 2015 remodeling began even though cutler hadn't done the required asbestos abatement necessary in the building so architect tells him get an inspection they get an inspection hey there was asbestos he should have done some other work or paid to have this other work done and he never did it he just started construction Ouch. Several construction workers were hired to gut the building and were told to remove everything that wasn't structural. The only safety equipment they received were hard hats, gloves, paper masks. <laughs> in 95? Yeah, no, not, no in 95. 
<laughs> safety glasses and harnesses for working on the roof. When asked by an EPA special agent, the demolition would have been re- would have released asbestos in the air. The construction workers identified said yes, asbestos was made friable and released totally one hundred percent. There's no doubt in my mind, based on the methods we use, that we pulverized everything. Construction workers said nothing was wet down before demolition began, and none of the waste from the demolition was bagged. The waste from the demolition was put into dumpsters on site that then went into Cheyenne landfills. In March 17, uh, March 17, 2015, Linda DeWitt and Heidi Hoffman with the Wyoming Department of Environmental Quality saw construction taking place in the building and realized the department was never notified, as required by law, since the building contained asbestos. Then uh, DeWitt collected samples on the public sidewalks from a construction dump dumpster, sent them in for testing. Six of the 11 samples came back positive, ranging all the way up to 11% for asbestos quantity. The renovation was temporarily stopped. An employee with the Wyoming Disposal uh, Systems told state investigators they were told the waste didn't contain asbestos. For this reason, the 30-year-old dumpsters and one 20-yard dumpster had waste containing d- asbestos disposed of improperly. Cutler did not return phone calls from the Wyoming Tribune Eagle seeking comment for the story. So basically, this guy, mm-hmm. who's a dentist, Richard Cutler, uh-huh. is told, you got to do this extra stuff to get this asbestos, asbestos out of here. And uh-huh. he didn't do it. And people, construction workers, were exposed to it. And then it went to God knows where. Um, so yeah, that should be something that lands you at least in jail or a huge fine. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, yeah. That That's, yeah. How do you sleep at night? That's a dude. shitty one. Come on, dude. Jesus Christ. That's a shitty one. There's, I mean, all right. So I get it. Like there are times where you get sort of stuck in the bureaucratic, like uh-huh. hand job circle where it's just like, sure. oh, now you got to go give that guy a hand job. Now you sure. got to go give that guy yeah. a fucking hand job. Now you got to go give that guy. And it's just like all kind of useless going to get permits. all flared up as you're swallowing. Exactly. Yeah, you have to on. have a splint. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and a lot of it's like just worthless bureaucratic tape or whatever. Right. But like this yeah. was something that like, this could fuck some people. <laughs> yeah, come on, dude. Have a heart. Probably not a cool... That's not a cool deal. No, no. Let thanks me ask you a question like you this. You represent our fucking profession. Thanks so, thanks so much, dickhead. And we're and you and I are the assholes because we wanted to like yeah. try to do whatever we could to help our team members. Yeah. But you and I are the dicks. Well... Not this fucking guy. Yeah. I have a laundry list of why I'm a dick, but okay. Right. Yeah, but we're ignoring all that other yeah. shit for mm-hmm. me, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me ask you this question. All right. That's a pretty big fucking corner to cut. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> if you're cutting that corner, uh huh. What are some other corners you're cutting? All of them. Jesus. In, in dental practice. Well, obviously, no. If you can't be troubled to have asbestos removed bar properly, uh-huh. you're probably not doing endo with a rubber dam on. No what rubber you dam. You're you're probably cold sterilizing your HV um, <laughs> yes. tubes. Whatever you call those, the tips. Right. Um, yeah. and your saliva ejectors for God's sake. Yeah, mine as well. Why in the fuck not? Um, what else would you do to cut a corner? Um, reusing enhance points. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that are like clearly marked as one time use only. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, reusing the, uh, isolate. Um, yes, that's a nasty one. <laughs> Such a nasty boy. Such a gross piece of shit. After, after seeing Why it. is this isolate brown? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Um, cold sterilizing. Probably reusing cold. matrix bands. Yeah, cold sterilizing matrix bands. Uh huh. That's a tough one. I had a, I I had a new hire next. assistant, and uh, suddenly she gave me a, a band that was all like crumpled and stuff. I'm like, where did this come from? 
And she's like, well, uh, I, you know, well, later I talked to her. I'm like, she'd sterilize. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? This was a one-time use. Well, my other office, I'm like, oh, okay. They're, they're half of a cent each. I know. <laughs> it's fine. This, this is literally pinching a, pinching a penny. That's pinching a flat-out <laughs> penny. That is holding a penny uh-huh. so far in between your ass cheeks. Yeah. Um, what else? <laughs> this is one of those guys that's like, it's the summer. I mean, he's in Wyoming, so it's probably different, but uh-huh. it's in the summer. And it's like 93 degrees outside, and he's like, fuck it, just open some windows. Like, we're not turning on the AC. He's probably that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do, all right, so I am, it's not because I'm cheap, but I do not like to run the heater in the winter. We're in Texas. It doesn't get, it rarely ever gets cold enough to mm-hmm. run the heater. Okay. And when it does, I don't care like how low you have the heater set, it's just blowing hot air. And if I were to build my office again, I would put the front and the back on different thermostats and different AC units. Oh, for sure, for sure. Well, you see, you have but the luxury of being that, in San Antonio. I'm in Washington. We're the furthest freaking north you can go except for Alaska. Yeah. So we, we yeah. run the heat. We use the heater. But I can feel it. When we run the heat, it's I'm hot. Uh-huh. If the heater's on, I am hot. I don't care how cold it is outside. Mm-hmm. I'm running around doing dentistry, and the, the front of my office and the back of my office, it's like... Yeah, that 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 part's the front a little unfortunate. It's like an ice box. I get it. Mm-hmm. The back is hot. Yeah, that, that and part's I'm unfortunate. like I'm the horse. I'm Tom Brady at my for office sure. for sure. And Tom Brady gets to pick what temperature he wants. I'm sorry. Like I know that sounds like a dick thing to do, but I write the check. No, no. There, there's there, like uh, uh, was it James Brown? He's had a song. Uh, paid the cost to be the boss. Yeah, I'm That's the right. boss. I get to, I get to call those shots. That's a perk of being the boss. But I bet you this guy does not like turn on the AC during the summer. Oh fuck no, he's in Wyoming. <laughs> I bet it gets warm. <laughs> oh, it does. It does. For I sure. bet you it gets warm. For sure. Um, <laughs> um, probably, <laughs> if you look to his like in his box of wedges, all the yellow wedges would be red because they've all been reused and they just start have turned red with blood. Just reusing them them wedges like. Eh. I bet that's something he's doing. Um, also, probably has like a whole container of like composite compules that all have just like a little bit, like just in the tip or whatever. Uh, just the tip. Like, oh, I can get a whole filling out of that. And I'm uh-huh. like, yeah, when you get 17 of them, it'll take you 20 minutes to do that filling uh-huh. instead of five because you were like literally milking every <laughs> square micron of composite that you could. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, uh, don't ever try the BioClear then because as you heat it and you, you barely put any pressure on the thing, it just all, the yeah, whole compule just goes, flows goes everywhere. everywhere. You're, yeah. you're way overfilling every single time, but you never have a, a Oh God, a he would hate, <laughs> this guy would hate that. He would this guy would hate Totally, that. totally. Maybe that was the deal with John Hall. Oh, yeah. Maybe he was just a cheap bastard. Uh-huh. Maybe he wasn't a horn dog. Well, it could be both. Maybe he wasn't a nasty boy. He's just like, fuck, this Viscostat's expensive. I'm I gotta sure. find something else. I'll just jack off in her mouth. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> That's cheap. Uh-huh. I can only do one crown every two and a half hours, but other than that... Yeah, my refractory sucks, so maybe one a day. I'm getting old. <laughs> I was going to say... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I hope no one from Procter & Gamble is listening to this show. No. I hope they skip this one over. <laughs> We're lucky. Oh... Uh, 
What did we say the name of this one was going to be? Oh, we're totally fucked or something? Yeah. Yeah, we're so fucked. Here's your bonus fucking episode. I don't know. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> the, you got a song? The We Hard On. I do. All right, good. I hope it has to do. Oh, um, I did get a message from somebody. Uh-oh. I did get a message from somebody. Maybe you can work on this. I got a message from him today. Okay. Um, and... Uh, I didn't have a chance to text you earlier. Okay. Um, Dr. Sean, uh, Sean McCormick, um, mm-hmm. uh, who is at the University of New Mexico doing AGD and GPR, uh-huh. he texted and he uh, wanted Lance to make a quarantine playlist. Oh, shit. Okay. So maybe next step for yeah. for the episode we record early next week, you could uh, knock out a quarantine playlist. I can do that for sure. Awesome. So, uh, hey, share this with your friends. Um, you have to have some friends that are about to fucking put their brains on the wall like me and Lance. Uh, <laughs> share this with them. They got nothing else to do. Every dentist in Oregon should be listening to this show. Fuck yeah. Because what the fuck else are you doing? Nothing else. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, rate us. I, I sure. didn't put together an outline for I this. Rate us Whatever. somewhere. Sure. Uh, iTunes, okay. Stitcher, Spotify, for flicking through Podbean, Fuck flick it. how many stars, Lance? Uh, I don't even care anymore. You can go with five. I'd five still flick five. five. Yeah, I five. mean, come on. All right. What else? Like, <laughs> if you were going to give <laughs> coronavirus a rating, what would it be? Uh, fucking negative uh, Kelvin. One star. I hate it. <laughs> eat, eat my ass. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> the lowest rating you can get is one star. Eat my ass. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, hit us up on the web working at francis.com uh, hit us up on all the social bullshits social Facebook bullshits. Uh, working at francis Josh Lance I'm doing this from memory I okay. don't have the sure. I don't have an outline don't care um, funny shit for Dennis and Dental team members um, hit us up on Twitter at Winter Francis uh, hit us up on Instagram at Winter Francis Lance can be found on uh, Instagram at DR Timmerman DMD I can be found on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS mash that follow button Lance, tell me about your song. All right. Have you ever heard of a guy named Nick Lowe? Uh, I have not. Okay, Nick uh, Lowe. makes me want to say, get low. <laughs> Nick Lowe, he, he probably most famous for a song called Cruel to be Kind. You gotta be cruel to be kind in the right measure. Cruel to be kind is a very good sign. Cruel to be kind means that I love you, baby. You gotta be cruel to be kind. In like uh, eighty or eighty one or something like that, um, he actually helped re- he, write a. I'm song. looking at his picture online. Oh yeah, he he, he looks like if he looks like if Jeff Goldblum uh-huh. fucked Anderson Cooper and <laughs> Kevin Fryer together. <laughs> there you go. That that's absolutely that's the what love this child. guy looks like. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Search for this guy's name, Nick Lowe. <laughs> Nick Lowe. It looks like it looks like <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Is that is that who yeah. I said? Uh huh. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum fucked Anderson Cooper and Kevin Fryer together. Yeah. Uh-huh. It would be Nick Lowe. Boom, boom. He also helped, uh, he wrote the song, uh, What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding for Elvis Costello. What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Oh, what's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? I was going to say, it's Elvis Costello, yeah, right? he wrote the song, though. This guy wrote that song? He wrote that song. So, I always thought Elvis Costello was like a legendary songwriter. Uh, he is, he is, but this happened to be um, a song. That's the only fucking Elvis Costello <laughs> song I know. Oh, come on. You, you so how good of a songwriter is this well, guy? Like every day, uh, you know, Elvis Costello, every day I write the book. I'm giving you a 
All right. All but right. like, if you ask me, <laughs> gun to my head, name an Elvis Costello song, it's What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding. Like, that's the one I would pull. Okay. And it was And Nick you're Lowe. telling me he, he didn't write no, that. No, no, it's Nick Lowe. That <laughs> pork pie hat wearing Damn lying straight. son of a bitch. Yeah. 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 Holy shit. For sure. Well, I thought the best song apropos to this moment was a song called So It Goes by Nick Lowe. Mm hmm. Off of the album, The Jesus of Cool. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing it. Um, Good. Jesus, what a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Good times. For, for Lance Timmerman, it's Josh Rostin. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags. So it goes. That's 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 so it goes.